Episode 2 of the Black Catalyst Podcast. In this episode, we talk with author and businessman Watner Osario. He walks us through a little bit of his daily routine and how he stays disciplined, as well as he talks about his book, Credit Class, and his motivation behind creating the book. He also talks a little bit about Amazon FBA and why he decided to get into that business. So this episode is kind of long, but there is a lot of value in it, so stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in to Black Catalyst Podcast, Episode 2. It's me, Kyle, your host. And today I got a very, very special guest today, author and entrepreneur, Eli Osario. I'm pronouncing it right, bro? No, Wadner Osario, Wadner Osario. Wadner. My legal name. All right, Wadner Osario. And he's going to talk to us a little bit about his book that's coming out, as well as some of the ways he disciplines himself and some of the regiments he's going through. So go ahead, bro. Talk okay, about it. Okay, um, cool. First thing I want to say is that um, I take it as an insult when people call me an entrepreneur. Oh, I hate, that's tough. I hate the word entrepreneur. I got you. I feel like it's being overplayed. Everybody's using the word entrepreneur and just saying, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to work for myself. You want to work for yourself and you say it just because you want to work for yourself, you're fucking selfish. No, okay. You're hey. selfish. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be a businessman. Got you. Right? I want to provide, I want to provide jobs for people. You want to be an I employer? To, I, yeah. yeah. I got you. And, and I want to provide a, a place of work where people can go every single day. They can be molded, motivated, animated. They can go to work and actually produce something and feel good about what they're doing every single day. Got you. And create good income. Because I, I don't want to be the only one to make money in my business. Got you. I want my employees to make money too. Got you. No, yeah. I, I like that whole mindset that you care more about other people. Because a lot of people, I remember you posted on Instagram about solopreneurs, people who just want to go into it for themselves and just make all the money. But you have more of a... 360 view of the whole thing, which I think is very good for yourself. But thank um, you, thank you. let's talk about specifically your discipline because you're probably one of the most disciplined people I ever met. So just talk about like an average day for you. Average day. Average day. I mean, you're making me you're making me feel really good about myself. Man. Nah, so, it's so, true, bro. So Take so the thank credit. You, thank you. I got you. Um, okay, so right now, since I work at a at a hospital now and I changed my career, let's say, uh, I have to wake up. Uh, I have to get to work at six a.m. Got you. So I wake up at three. Uh, I do my first workout from 3.30 to 4. I take a cold shower in the morning. Cold shower? I know. Cause nah, we got to talk about that. We're not going to breeze <laughs> past the cold shower like you just saying. It's a regular thing. Nobody takes cold showers, bro. I, Why I was, are you taking cold showers? Because it's extremely healthy for you. So you can you can search up Wim Hof. You can search up um, Dave Asprey. And search, search up, just search up on Google mm. the benefits of cold shower. Everybody knows that it's good for your hair. It's good for your skin. It's good for your muscles. It's good for recovery. The Marines use it. Um, when they're training um, their, their soldiers. Got you. Um, they, I mean, extreme cold, like way colder than the water I use. They put them in, in, the, like in the beach mm. in winter. And you got to stay there. And like, and, and For sometimes how long you got to stay there? About like five minutes. And, and, it's, and it's dangerous because sometimes hypothermia and all of that, but they tell you what to do so it, um, you don't, you don't like get hurt, right? Mm. But it's extremely good for you. And it's, it's not only healthy in terms of like physically healthy, it's, it's more of a mental thing. So if I do something that's difficult every single day and I come up with like a failure throughout the day or a disappointment, I can handle it because mm. I'm already doing tough things right every in the morning, point, yeah. right when I wake up. Yeah, so yeah. you make your bed too, I'm assuming. Yeah, I do. Okay, I got you. I, do, nah, I, do. I got you. Now I feel like we tune into kind of the same similar yeah. people who, you know, make your bed coach. I don't do cold yeah. showers. I'll never do that. It's probably one of the things I never do, but hey, I commend you for that. So after that, cold shower, get ready really for it. Good, bro. You got to try it. Um, you eat breakfast? You. Um, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. So okay. it, it depends because I also do intermittent fasting. So yeah, this guy is just a beast. You know what I'm saying? He's a beast. This guy's a Chill. beast. 
<laughs> so I really suggest that you do the cold shower thing. I know it's painful, but you got to try it, bro. Just two minutes and gotcha. one minute in cold water is not going to kill you. I hear you. You feel... I'm telling you, the way that you feel... But you shower you... the whole time in cold water, bro. Yeah. It's not happening, bro. <laughs> like, if I'm tired, I'm not taking a cold shower. Bro, I promise you, it feels so good after you get out. You feel refreshed. The cold you, water, it feels painful while you're in it, but then after you get out, it's really refreshing. Man, refreshing. Especially you. if you're an athlete and you're someone that works out all the time. Oh my God, it's so much easier to go to sleep too after you take a cold shower. It's, it's the best. I got you. Uh, so, breakfast is over. Now, work. You don't got to talk about work. Let's talk about after work. I feel like this is the, <laughs> this is the part. When you get home from work, most people come home from work, they're tired. But I know you don't stop working once you get home from work. Uh, no, when I, get, when I get off of work is when the work actually begins. Oh, so, okay. I like so, that. I like that. So, when, when I get out of work, right, um, I have so much energy. I, like, I, when I think of work... Mm. I think about that's a place where I go to connect with people and to get money. Got you. Right? That's the place that's that's my um that's my like my small economy. That's my personal economy where I go <laughs> and I produce to make money, right? Got you. But when I get home, that's when the creativeness starts, right? Mm. I have I have all these ideas in my head and I write them down consistently throughout the day, anytime I have a chance. And and I have these all these ideas, all these big dreams that I want to do, and I can't just keep it all bottled up inside. Of course, most and I feel like that that's the reason why people are miserable at work. Mm. Because sometimes we're not fortunate. We're not all. Um, we don't all have the opportunity, like Michael Jordan, to to do what we're passionate about and get that and yeah, get make money. a lot of money. You know, yeah, mm. in the same thing. So, I go to work. I work at a hospital. I get there. I network with people and I produce money. Mm. When I come home, I do my creative work. What I'm passionate about. Uh, I I'm writing a book. I'm God, editing. Yeah, we the definitely book. talk about that book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm editing the book. I'm doing. Um, Videos on Instagram mm. and social media, trying to get the word out. Got I'm you. also writing down ideas. I'm working on my business. Mm. I'm doing. I'm doing what, what what actually gets me excited. Excited, I and I you. have to do that every day because if not, then my dreams die. And if and if you let your dreams die, you're that's gonna die. the. Listen, I'm gonna say right now: do not let your dreams die. The day your dreams die, you're lost. You're done for. Always you're keep dying. doing something that you want to do. But continue. Yeah, if you let your dreams die, you would die. There's, there's there's a there's a line in the Bible that says like the day a man lets go of his dreams. Is the day he loses his life. Yeah, no, nah, I'm telling you, because yeah, you could get to a point where you're gonna do something for money. Because obviously, you know, we both have jobs that we do for money. But keep on spending time investing in your side hustle or your passion, because eventually you want that to be your mainstream of income. Like yeah. we both obviously want that for ourselves. But keep on doing that, because I promise you, it's gonna pay off eventually. Yeah. But back to it. Um. Yeah, but that's that's what I do after work. But I I, I feel like we miss a couple things in the morning, so I really break things down to like details in the morning because I feel like it's very important right when mm. I start so let's say if I gotta work at six right mm. I wake up at three I work out but before I work out the first the very first thing I do I wish I would have brought my notebook here but I write down like everything that I'm doing throughout the day for the whole entire day for the whole entire day so gotcha. the first the first thing I do I wake up mm. first thing I do is I pray gotcha. I do like of a like a two minute prayer or whatever mm. and then I get right into my meditation I do a 10 minute meditation every day every just, day you I see what I'm saying this guy <laughs> live like this guy and you're gonna be successful this guy's discipline <laughs> yeah. is so different but continue bro stop praising me bro <laughs> bro I have to give the cause a lot of people are not gonna take the time to do this every single day but I know for a fact you do it every day cause I <laughs> I've worked with you and I know for a fact that you do everything so routinely with such discipline so I know you do it every day um, I mean, it's, it's worth it. And, and I do things that actually make me feel good and that are going to push me into the future. So why not do them, right? Mm. So um, the most important thing in my life is faith. Got you. So the first thing that I do is I pray. Of course. I pray about my dreams. I pray about my goals. Mm. I pray about, and I say thank you in my prayers. And I practice gratitude every day. I also do that with my goals. Of course. And I, and I did a video about that talking about how important gratitude is and how important your goals is. 
your goals are. Mm. So, right when I wake up, the very first thing is I pray. After I pray, I get into my meditation. Mm. The meditation that I do is, is a simple gratitude meditation. I don't think I've talked about it yet. I'm, I'll do a video today. Got you. It's a 10-minute meditation where I, I sit down on my bed, and for those 10 minutes, the only thing I'm allowed to think about is gratitude. Just so giving you, thanks. Yeah, so all, you, all Ooh, you're saying... Oh, that's tough. You sit down, right? It's <laughs> impossible... Um, if you search up Dave Asprey, he talks about this. It's impossible to be in fear, to be sad, to be negative, and to be grateful. Your body cannot be in fight. That is the, really your, yeah, that's your, a fact. Your body, your body cannot be in Never fear mode and in gratitude mode at the same time. You got to pick one. Mm. You cannot be fearful and grateful. So I want to get myself out of fear. I want to mm. get myself out of fight or flight. I want to get myself out of that negative energy. I want to get into positivity, especially right. in the morning. So that ten minute meditation is important. Got so you. I get right into grateful mode. I mm. sit down every morning on my bed, and for 10 minutes, I put a timer on my phone. For 10 minutes, the only thing I'm allowed to think about is gratitude. Got you. And, and, and it's kind of like prayer, too, because I, who am I saying thank you for? Who mm. am I saying th thank you to? To, got you. God. I'm saying thank you to God. I say thank you. Thank you for this job that I got. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for good, great friends. Mm. Thank you for my YouTube channel. Thank you for my dreams. Thank you for this book. Mm. And I just go on and on and, and on, on yeah. until the 10 minutes is done. Once the 10 minutes is done, that's when the good stuff... That's when it really starts yeah, kicking in, right? Yeah. I look at my bank account. Look right? at your bank account every day? I look at my bank account right in the morning. Yeah, every right, day. Let's talk about this. You look at your bank account every day. Why? I mean, I guess it's good to just keep track of your finances, but is it like more of like a motivational thing like you're looking at or just to make sure that you keep motivation your finances in? Yes, I don't, I don't do motivation. You don't I do, do, yeah, I do inspiration. Guy. I'm not okay. trying to motivate people. I'm trying to inspire people. I hear you. Is, which is much, much different, right? I'm trying no. to light a fire in people. I don't. Most motivation, definitely. I think, just comes and goes. Inspiration, it's, it's, it's it in sticks. You. Yeah, I got you. It stays in there, okay? So when I look at my bank account, it's it's pure discipline. Mm. It's pure how responsible have I been? Mm. What am I doing with my money? Got you. How much money is going in and how much money is going out? Mm. What are my goals for the month, for mm. the week, for that day? How much money is in my bank and how much money I want in my bank? Got you. So if you don't look at your money, you're going to lose your money. That's true. Because sometimes <laughs> you just get into a mindset, especially like day to day, you're just spending money. You're just going out, swipe, swipe, swipe. Yeah. You look like, yo, I did not spend $100 today, but you yeah. actually did. That's why it's good. Yeah. After I would say after every transaction, just check it, just make sure everything is accurate. I say, I say every 30 minutes. Every th <laughs> What's coming out your account every 30 seconds? I mean, every 30 minutes. You, I don't know, you bro. Don't know? Nah, okay, maybe I exaggerated not everything. Nah, nah, but that's good though. I like look that. Look at it like every that. day, bro. Nah, definitely look, every day. I always say every morning, every night though. I always yeah, say for that. Sure. Yeah. I don't even do that, but that's definitely something I'm gonna try to get into. Bro. Looking at morning and night, just so I could track where I'm at. Yeah. Like right now, I know I have four thousand four four hundred dollars in my bank. This guy, he's letting you know the exact <laughs> financials, but he's not gonna be like that for long. So it's gonna go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think this is a good segue into my next topic on financial literacy. And this is something that you were very strong about. It's kind of going to bring you into the book that you wrote. But just gotcha. talk about financial literacy. And you can talk about credit cards too, which is his book, by the way. But yeah. <laughs> Gotcha. So this is something that I'm extremely passionate about. I mean, I think about this yeah, every day. Look at him. Look at him. He's hype. I, I, think about this, I think about this every day. Yeah, I got you. Every damn day, man. Uh -huh. I, you go to school for 12, 15 years, sometimes more. They teach you about geometry, mm. physics, chemistry, biology. All this nonsense that yeah. we never use. You got gen ed classes, mm -hmm. right? It makes no sense at nah. all. <laughs> most, most of this information you're not going to though, use. And the reason why it gets me so passionate is because everybody knows it. Perfect. It's the truth. Nah, I, I talk to teachers. They tell me the same things. I talk to my friends. I talk to people that I know in my job. They all know that the school system is messed up. Yeah, nah, but nobody's doing anything about it. 
to make a point on that, that's kind of the reason why when I went to college, you know, I made a decision to go to school for finances because that's something that you don't learn your whole 18 years of school and whatever, how much every years it is, I'm, I'm off. But I just, you don't, I just don't trust them to teach me about my I know, I know you don't trust them because they, you're going to structure it in a way that's probably not going to be the best. But that's the reason I chose to go to school for finances. This guy, just disclaimer, this guy is not big on going to college. He just feels like there's other ways to get to the bag, which I definitely do agree. I would say that college, for me, just seemed like the only acceptable next route, but it definitely, for as you can see here, you don't have to do it because if you're very disciplined, you don't have to take that route. If you're not disciplined, you should probably start looking at colleges. But, <laughs> but yeah, no. I, I, definitely, think, I think college I is procrastination. College, college is basically, you're, you're telling yourself you want to learn something before you do it. You should just do it. So, so you want to you wanna, um, you wanna get approval. You want to get this paper that says you got a diploma, so, you, so now I, I'm approved. I can do it. That's BS. I work at a hospital. I don't, I don't have, I don't have a doctorate. Or you didn't even go to medical school. Oh, you I, do I didn't go like to that. medical school, school but I still work at a hospital. Exactly. Now, I'm not at the top. I'm, I'm closer to the but bottom the thing part, is, but listen, I got in. I'm going to say this because I feel like a lot of people talk on this topic. You're a beast, bro. Like, <laughs> And the thing is, I only say that because I just want everybody to put it in perspective. Somebody like you doesn't have to go to college and they could, they could be fine, but there's some people who don't have the discipline that you need. And college is not even going to teach you that discipline. But for certain fields, you need college. Life will. So basically, you would recommend to anybody, no matter who it is, don't go to college. No, I don't, I don't recommend to everybody. Okay. But you understand that you're a specimen that's different. <laughs> you get that though, right? <laughs> I, I guess so. I guess I got so. You, I got you. I got you. But the, the, reason, the reason why I hate it so much is because it's a trap. Mm. And people have been sold this, this, um, this dream. Gotcha. Kind of like buying a house mm. in college. It's the same, it's the same trap. Sure. They get you in this trap for years, mm. 10 years, 20 years, 15 years, 30 years. Mm. You're going to pay us for 30 years. Like literally, if you think about these institutions, these banks and, and these, um, these universities, they're sitting down together with mm. the board of education and they're thinking, with their boards and they're thinking, how, do how we, can we get them? How, how, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. how can we get people to pay us for 30 years? Not for 15 hey, years. Hey. Oh, let's tell them higher education. It's <laughs> necessary, right? And they're going to pay us, and, and we're going to charge them interest on money that doesn't exist, credit. Mm. We're going to charge them interest, and they're going to pay us. And they're not going to be able to, to pay us back. If that's you calculate all the, all, the, um, all the debt that's out there, there's not enough money to pay off all the debt that's out there. Nah, sure, there's more fact. debt than there is money. Nah, I know. So that means that if everybody tried to pay back, it's there's going to be people that, that are bankrupt. Nah, that's definitely something a lot of people who are like big in the financial institutions talk about. Like people are not giving this enough attention. But yeah. uh that's <laughs> tough, bro. That's tough. Yeah. But I definitely agree with the fact, but like my situation is kind of different because like I'm about to graduate with like little, I probably don't have any honestly student like loan debt, but most people have loan debts that are like crazy through the roof, like three hundred thousand dollars. And expect somebody coming out of college who's now gonna be living on their own, doing all this stuff, have all these expenses to pay that back is ridiculous. Yeah. So I definitely agree with you on the fact that it is bad financially, but I think for certain people they do, they should do it. Okay. Um this this is this is a weird uh, thing. Okay, so I I think for at the moment right now, if you want to become an engineer, a doctor, a lawyer, mm, do it. That's your choice. Of course. You you have you that's but that's your passion. It should be your passion if that's what you're choosing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If, if that's your passion, do it. Do not do not go to college because your parents want you to go, because your teachers want you to go. Go because 
you want to go. God, oh, I think I know the perfect way to tie this in. So don't go to college. Which basically, this is what I'm thinking. Of, which you're saying. That's not what I'm saying. But basically, what I think you're saying is don't go to college if you're still figuring things out. Yeah. Because if you're not, if you're still figuring, because no people say go to college, you're gonna figure it out while you're in college, which realistically yes. is not doesn't make sense. And if you do that, you're gonna be very behind in your coursework. Because if you switch in the middle, that's probably another year and a half you might have to do towards your degree. So yeah. I definitely agree with you people, on that people, aspect. People get um, peer pressure. Is, I mean, it's a strong thing, mm. right? You got all your friends. You're, you're a senior. I'm a senior in high school, mm. right? Uh, a year ago, mm. I'm a senior in high school. All my friends are thinking about going to college. All my friends went. I was probably the only one that didn't go. Yeah. They all went to. And you had to, good grades. Yeah, I had. Yeah. I graduated with an 89 average. That's good. Yeah. I cut, I was I was planning to go on to Ireland. I was planning to go to Europe for college. And I was gonna go for three years. You just always gotta do something that's not normal. Like, <laughs> like boy, you go to school in like the United States. Bro, I did I did the math. Okay. I did the math on on, always on, doing on the math. my finance. I'm always Got doing you. the math. I do I did the math on my on college. Mm. And and I'm gonna make a video today about it. I'm gonna send you. Got you. If you I was gonna plan to go for three years in Ireland, right? Mm. <laughs> they were gonna they were charging me um fifteen thousand euros. Mm. That's basically twenty five thousand dollars but let's round up to thirty thirty thousand mm. dollars right that's usually what people pay here let's say in the city mm. or something like that a regular university you spend four years right mm. 30 60 90 120 thousand mm. dollars in debt for four years are mm. you kidding me it makes no sense mm. especially there's a lot of people that they don't get the financial aid because they're middle class so they can afford it and you know that's bs they can't afford it that's true no I yeah know. so i did the math i did the math on my finances am i gonna go to college Mm. And spend, um, I got, I was gonna get financial aid, but mm. let's say I get stuck with one hundred twenty thousand dollars in debt for four years. Mm. Do I wanna four years from now? Do I wanna graduate from college mm. with one hundred twenty thousand dollars in debt, no credit, no apartment for mm. myself, no place to live, no job, mm. and I have to go back and live with my with my parents? That's true. Are you kidding me? No. That's ridiculous. No, yeah. I graduated high school. The first thing I did is I got a job. Mm. I, um, I started building my credit, mm. and as soon as possible, I moved out of my parents' house. So you could already make sure that you're fully accountable for everything. Yeah, so I, I can become independent because right then, when I when I finally move out of my parents' house and when I finally become independent, my life is mine. It is totally mm. is totally in my control. Mm. My parents are no longer um, telling me when to wake up, when to go to sleep, what to do with my time, what to do with my day, what to do with my money. Of so course. everything that I do today is yes, mine, bro. It's my life. Gotcha. I wake up when I when I want. I go to work when I want. Mm. I do what I want with my money, mm. and I want the best for me. So I'm gonna do what's the best, best, for, best me. for you. I yeah. got you. So let's talk now about credit class, right? So specifically, what are some of the topics you discuss in the book? So I break down everything from beginner credit, what to do if you're a beginner, to everything with if you're advanced, mm. and also things that people know nothing no, about. Nothing about. Got you. Like um, uh, identity protection. Mm. How to protect your identity. Also, trifectas, like mm. how to work three cards and how to work them the right way so they completely benefit each other and they're, they're symbiotic. Got you. So they like one complements the other, okay? Got you. And also business, business mm. loans, business credit. It's not just about credit cards, it's about credit. Got you, yeah, loans. overall. Yeah, um, like things about buying a house. Also, I have dis disciplinary on tricks, like how to become more responsible with your credit. Mm. Um, I have um, other topics too, uh, identity protection. Um, better credit cards. Oh, also with with real estate. What should you do um, you. with credit and real estate, right? Uh -huh. So I, I break down everything. It's not just about credit cards, and it's not for, just for beginners. I wrote the the book mainly for young people because I want young people oh, especially. Because yeah. I was seventeen. Mm. I'm seventeen. I hate school. I, I hate where I live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to be independent. I want to move out. Mm. 
but I, I got no money and I got no credit. Right. And I wanted somebody to help me. So I got information from my sister that worked at the bank. Mm. I got information from YouTubers, bloggers. I, I read everything I could, creditkarma.com, um, bankofamerica.com, and I just looked up all the information. Shout out I Bank could. of America. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I and I and I took all this information in and I started implementing it. And then once I saw my credit score increasing, that's when I could start making some moves now. I got you, yeah. got you. So let's talk about specifically, because I know that getting this book into schools is something that you're really yeah. big on because you want kids to get it. So what is something like the action, what is an action plan that you have? Yeah, so like that? I said, like I really want it to be just, um, I, want, I really, I really want to get the book to young people's, in young people's hands mm-hmm. because they are literally um, like the future, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're all the kids and, mm-hmm. and that's, that's the information we need to get to people, right? Especially those who are young. But it's also for older people too. So I know people that are like 40 years old and their credit score is 500 or 600. I'm like, it makes no sense. Mm. Or I know, I know older people that they have no credit at all. I mean, you can't get a car. You can't get a house. If, if you want to do get a house, if you can't get your own apartment. And you, you know people that they try to do all these tricks and things that they lie to the government about where they live. I know so many people that yeah. they say they live in one place, but they actually live somewhere else. Right. Why are they doing that? To try to get they around don't have the, the credit to yeah. get their own place. Got you. Like, technically, I'm doing that right now. I say I live somewhere else, but I actually live so, <laughs> like here in Manhattan. Uh-huh. So, but I mean, that's 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 what you got to do when you when you come from the bottom and you don't have good. Got credit. you. You okay with that being on on footage? Like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. fine. I, I mean, you, it's not you. it's not illegal. It's not. There's, there's it's not. People do it. People are very vocal about it. So I don't even know why I asked yeah, the question. But people are very of, vocal about that. So. Yeah, there's a lot of people. I mean, it's allowed, right? I, on my ID, it says I live somewhere else, and then where I actually live is somewhere else. That's nah, fine. I hear you, I hear you. But in terms of implementing what I'm actually, how I'm actually going to get this book in the hands of um, millions of people, mm. I'm going to do it through through the school system and through the archdiocese. So I come from Catholic schools. Got you. So I know people in the Catholic school system. I know I can contact my principal, teachers, and I also could contact um, um, the after school program where I worked at. So I could get this book, and I could create a presentation, and maybe I could speak to some kids and, and get them inspired to get the book. Or maybe I, um, what I'm really planning to do is to sell the book to the organization. Oh, yeah, that's Because perfect. if I could do that, that's, that's, a, that, that's a big deal. That's, of course. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure I could get that done. Yeah, Type yeah, of yeah, person you are, I'm pretty sure I could get that done. So, so what I'm planning to do is I want to I wanna meet with the archdiocese. Mm-hmm. It's probably um, a, 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 a bishop. That, that Maybe I'm not even sure. Wait, I can I cut you off real quick though? I'm, I want you to get back on that. But what high school did you go to specifically? I went to All Hollows High School. Uh, the thing I figured you out, I literally almost went to. I was like this close to going to All Hollows. If I didn't go away to boarding school, I probably wouldn't went to All Hollows. Yeah, I went. I went to All Hollows and um, spent four years there. Um, it was it was a great experience in the beginning, and I was that nerdy kid. Mm-hmm. No, I wasn't nerdy, but I was really pat. Um, like focus on school. Yeah, yeah, pa- passionate. about I think we should get grades. away from the idea that like if you're passionate about grades, you're nerdy. Like you could really want to do good in school and not be. Classify nerdy, but no, nah, I know yeah, what you mean though. But like the reason, the reason why I was so hard about school and everything because I thought that was gonna make me successful, and my parents pushed me hard to do that. Especially my mother too. She was like, "Gotta get good grades, gotta get good grades." And I would come home with a ninety-five, and she would be disappointed. Cause not a hundred. She would, yo, she would, she would tell me, "Yo, why is it not a hundred? Huh? Man. Why is it? Not, it has to be a hundred. I'm like, damn, man, mom, nobody, nobody has a hundred. You're like, you, you're going to have a hundred. You're not nobody. You're different. You better get a hundred <laughs> yeah, next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. That's different All from that my mom, stuff. too. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell this book to the archdiocese. Gotcha. I think it's the bishop that's in charge. is the head. Mm. But, you know, there's probably multiple people that are managing the archdiocese. Mm. So I'm going to go in there. I'm going to meet them. I'm going to shake their hand. I want to talk to them. And I'm not, we're going to figure out a way to get this book in the hands of people. Every single person. Yes. Nah, especially like the young kids. I definitely like that. I, I want the teachers, too, to get the book. 
Everybody. I want the, 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 the managers and, and the heads and the officials in that organization to get the book. And not only Catholic schools, but also public schools. Mm. I want the whole America to get this book, man. Mm, nah, of course, real, I hear you. It affects everybody. This is not a thing that's like, uh, like if you're black or if you're white or if you're tall, if you're skinny, if you're rich or you're poor. It doesn't everybody matter. Everybody needs credit. Everybody yeah. needs credit, man. You're not going to get accepted for an apartment. You're not going to accept it for a car. You're not going to get business accepted loan, for a small business, business loan. Small business loan. Yeah. Your first real estate deal, if maybe you want to invest in a fourplex or something and then you want to rent it out, you're not going to accept it for anything. There's, some, there's, some, there's also some employers... That they don't even like, they don't even look at your resume if your credit score is bad. Nah, I know that's true. Yeah. Especially in like the financial industry, like if you're doing a job in the financial industry, yeah. your credit has to be really good to show that you're good with finances. Yeah. But do you plan on? I think that a good idea. I don't know if you already think about it, but like a credit class too, like specifically to like business wise, like in terms of like how credit relate because business credit and personal credit are kind of different. And I know we yeah. discussed that like off camera before, but. Is that something you're thinking a about? Tool, you said? No, like creating a credit class two, like a second. Oh, version. A credit class two. No, I already, I already addressed in the credit class. I already oh, you addressed, addressed business credit. Yeah, I already oh, addressed perfect. business credit. Okay, I got you. So I got a whole chapter on it, and the way that I broke down the book, I wrote it like extremely, extremely simple. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about my brother who's ten years old. He can he understand, can understand it. it. Yeah, it's now not like super, beautiful. super dumb. That's beautiful. Yeah. But I like I broke it down as simple. Step one, step two. Follow the steps. Like it's easy and, to digest, basically. Yeah, and, and I wrote why you should do it. So I'll break it down in business credit. You get scored from 1 to 100. Mm -hmm. The the um, the now Don't give them too much information. Make sure they get the book. Don't give them too much. <laughs> payment history is very important, and credit, utiliza credit utilization isn't as much as important in business credit if you want a little tip or whatever. Payment you. history is what's important. So pay on time, and your business credit will be good. It, they, in business... Um, credit user utilization is very lenient because these banks know that um, you need capital. Mm -hmm. And sometimes business doesn't go as planned. Mm -hmm. So things change in business, right? Things fluctuate. So they're very lenient when it comes to how much money they give you. But you have to pay on time still. Got you. Yeah. All right, so let's segue into more like what's next. Cause I remember I was watching one of your videos. You're talking about Amazon FBA. So we could just kind of like talk about that and then we can wrap it up after. Okay, so... Um, I want to talk about Amazon FBA and then I want to finish my routine because I don't think I really finished it. So, <laughs> I got you. Bro. I, I, you I, got, I got a few. Do what you gotta do, bro. Do what you gotta do. Tips in there, you know. <laughs> do what you gotta do, bro. Got you. But Amazon FBA, okay, it's a great opportunity. Got you. But you gotta do it right. There's there's a bunch of people in private label, which mm. it's like it's like extremely dumb, to be honest. Like it's you could be passionate about it and that's cool. If you're passionate about it, you want to create your own brand, then do that. Mm. But I I don't want to create my own brand right now, mm. right? I don't want to sell my own brand on Amazon. Mm -hmm. What I want to do is I want to retail. Mm -hmm. And people don't understand that you it's legal to retail. They don't understand how this works. Yeah. Just like um, Walmart retail. Costco, stuff like that. Costco, it's the same thing. They, they buy Nike. They buy Head & Shoulders, Clorox. They buy it in bulk from who? Suppliers. Suppliers, yeah. Suppliers have these big warehouses. Everybody says the word suppliers and they don't know what it I actually means. understand what means. it means, yeah. There are people who distribute massive amounts of goods. So... They have these huge warehouses with all the products that we all buy. We all buy Dove shampoo. Mm. We all buy Head and Shoulders, Clorox, Tide. We all buy all these things, right? Because they're big, big brands that we all like. Got you. So they buy them in bulk, and then who sells them? That's what you're going to do. I do. So that. is it fair to say you want to get into like mass distribution? Yes. Okay, I got you. So people think Amazon sells things, and they do. They do retail, mm. but Amazon isn't even big enough. To retail everything. Got you. Because they, they, they don't, I mean, they don't, I guess they don't have enough robots. It's just yet. a collection of a whole bunch of mass. Yeah, they, they 
What Amazon does is a platform where they allow you to retail things. Gotcha. So they retail things themselves, right? But there's so many products out there that they can't do it themselves. So what did they create? They created FBA, Fulfillment by Amazon. You pay them $40 a month, right? 40 that's it? Yeah, you pay them $40 gotcha. a month. They take a percentage off of your sales, off of certain items. They're very specific, so I, like, I, don't, I don't remember them all. Hmm. And they charge you shipping fees, which are minimal. Mm. So if you get a product, right, a very simple product, I'm selling head and shoulders shampoo, right? Gotcha. I buy. They cost me um four dollars per per bottle, and I buy. I I have to buy at least three hundred. I buy three hundred whatever. I take it. Um, I buy it from my supplier. I tell him which address to ship it to. Amazon gives me the address of the of the fulfillment center. Gotcha. Amazon fulfillment center. I pay the shipping, which is minimal. Sometimes I could get the shipping discounted. I ship it to the Amazon warehouse and Amazon sells it for me. I don't have to do none of the selling because people are already buying on Amazon. The, gotcha. the thing that people don't understand about Amazon, it's a platform where there's a huge audience. Mm. People go on this website. There's, sometimes Amazon. people just go just to scroll up and down. Yeah. Like, it's like, <laughs> like it's social and media. they still end up buying things when they don't plan to. Exactly. So people go, millions and millions of people go on Amazon.com to buy, right? Mm. Every single day. And I just, I, I want to be part of that, <laughs> part of the people that sell and provide goods, mm-hmm. and it's it's a very simple process. I buy, and then I sell, and that's it. And I ha- and I look at the numbers, and I always buy less than what I than what I think I need. Got so you. if I think I need five hundred, I'm gonna buy four hundred and fifty so I can sell out fast. Because the you. faster I sell out, the faster I could get make my profit. The faster I can buy invest more. In more inventory. And yeah. sell again. You could probably even get a different product too, and expand yeah. your store and scale it. Now, and there's, there's different types of products. That's tough, there's, yeah. there's there's products that you can reorder. Like there's normal stock products, products that sell every month every single, over yeah. and over and over. And then there's products with high profit, but they take long to sell. Mm. And then there's products that that are low profit, but they sell really yeah, fast. Really fast, yeah. So you gotta like you gotta play it out. Which which nah, that's do. a real it's a game. Nah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. In the beginning, I think you should probably go for faster, because mm. because you wanna you wanna um. Um, Get your profit quick, so yeah, you can flip re- it more. Yeah, because yeah. the more revenue you have, the more um, the more credible you are to these banks. If you, you if you if you're gonna get a loan, and you should get a loan. Mm. Or if you search up, I talk about this in the book. If you search up Coca Cola, Amazon, Microsoft, Apple, they all use debt. Yeah, so people need it. Most people companies need to get use this, debt. People, people who say that people who say that debt is bad don't understand debt and don't understand. Yeah. Money in general, because debt is really not bad <laughs> unless you're going crazy, like going personal shopping sprees on your credit card. But if you're using it in like a business like standpoint, where you're, I'm spend money, I'm gonna buy all this product. Yeah, it's gonna bring me this. I'm gonna make this much profit. I'm gonna reinvest this and just keep on flipping yeah. that process. And I understand why people think debt is a burden. And yes, debt is a burden. Debt is a burden, and I talk about this in the book. Debt is a burden when when it doesn't produce income. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So my, let's say, like for example, my parents. They buy a flight to Dominican Republic. Hmm. They don't buy it with their money. They buy it with credit. Why did they buy it with credit? Because you get rewards? No. Nope. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't have the money. Yeah, got gotcha. you. Like, they, you're going to pay, what, $1,000 for a flight for two of you, and then, but you don't have that money. Why would you, you don't have the money readily available. You probably know, like, I'm going to get I'm going to pay back the credit, but it's not yeah. really the smartest idea. Yeah, it's not the smartest idea because you're going to pay interest. Why would you pay interest? And you're going to hurt your credit score. It's not going to be as good as it could be. Mm-hmm. So my parents, they, they do have a decent credit score. Mm-hmm. But it's not as good as it could, could be, be because yeah. they, they're maintaining a balance. When I, when I go through in the book, you never, never, ever do I have a balance on my I credit card. I got a balance right now. I probably should get rid of it. Never, <laughs> never I have a balance on my credit My balance is always zero That's tough. at the end of every month. Mm-hmm. I never, ever paid interest on a credit card. Mm-hmm. The interest is way too high. Got it's like you. 17%. 
right. I'm not paying 17% interest or 20% interest. <laughs> you crazy? Fact. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, so um, the, the reason why people think um, debt is a burden is because they don't produce income with it and they use it improperly. Mm. You should use credit cards and you should use credit when you want to um, use leverage and when, mm. you, when you want to get rewards. So if you're going to buy a flight, buy, buy a flight um, if you're going on vacation because you have the money, not because you don't have the money. Mm. Use credit because you want to, not because you have to. You gotcha. So it's kind of like a motivation. Like, I want to take this fight, but I can't. So let me use this credit, make this business so this business can fund my trip. I mean, I mean, Not directly, but I'm just saying like yeah, kind of the I mean, mindset of wanting business, to use it I mean, to, for that idea. When I write the book, it isn't directly towards business people. It's also towards, towards anybody. Goal. Okay. Towards anybody. Because some people are just aren't business minded and that's gotcha. fine. But do not use the credit card if you don't have the cash to buy that purchase. So if you want to buy a new iPhone and it costs $1,000... And you don't have $1,000, do not use credit. Got you. Because it makes no sense. You're going to pay interest and your credit score is going to get hit hard. Make sure you have income before you play the credit game. So um, increase your income or stabilize your income. Mm. Then use credit to get rewards and bonuses like cash back, mm. like points, and the welcome bonuses, which are the three best parts of credit cards. Got you. You get the welcome bonus, if you guys don't know, um, you, get a, you get this incentive by the bank. Where they say, hey, if you spend a thousand dollars in the first three months, which we'll is give very, you some money, yeah. which is very easy to spend, you spend a thousand dollars in the first three months using this credit card. They give you forty five thousand points mm-hmm. with um, American Express. Mm-hmm. You can use those points for travel now, mm-hmm. and you don't have to pay for the flight. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's tough. Yeah. So, what are the other tips and stuff that you want to talk about before we wrap up? Okay, so I also want to talk about. Um, yeah, he's about to go crazy. <laughs> <Not joking. laughs> in the morning, right? In uh-huh. the morning. So, uh, I talked about I pray. I meditate, I look at my money, I take a cold shower, I eat or maybe I don't eat and I intermittent fast. Um, right then, I go to work. Uh, I go to work. Um, during work, I have I have a break now. I mean, I can't believe I have a break now. Yeah, well, this I hospital, know, work, we have like an hour break sometimes mm. or maybe two 30-minute breaks. Gotcha. I'm not used to taking breaks at, um, uh, where yeah. I was working at before. <laughs> not used to taking breaks. I was working at Olive Garden before, <laughs> man. Facts. We're not used to taking breaks, bro. bro we just I work know, bro, I know. for seven <laughs> hours or maybe you work 12 hours straight or whatever, bro. You just work and no excuses, right? Exactly. Just no breaks. But now, now when I take a break, what I do is I read or maybe I work on whatever project I'm working on at that time, right? Mm-hmm. Then after work, I go home, I eat. As soon as I get home and I'm done eating, I create a video as soon as possible because I'm fired up. I want to create that video mm. or, or I want to work on whatever project I'm working on. After that, I read whatever book I'm reading because I want to finish it as soon as possible. I'm always reading the Bible and, and, um, and how to win friends and influence people right now. As gotcha. soon as I finish that one, I'm going to go deep and I'm going to read it again. Give me, um, give me really quick. This, sorry, cut you off again, but give me three books that you would say everybody has to read. Okay. Um, Cause I know you know a lot, but just give me your top three. Three. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the very first book that that really changed my thinking, like, oh my god, about a hundred dollars. He said, "Rich that poor that." Like, <laughs> go ahead, no, say no, it. Say no. it. <laughs> Yo, I felt like slapping myself after I read this book because I, I used I used to hate money. I was the type of person that I hated money. I was like, money is dirty, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Rich people are selfish or whatever. The book is the Millionaire Booklet. Mm. How to Get Super Rich by Grant Cardone. Gotcha. It's 44 pages. It's mm. a booklet, actually. It's not even a book. It's a booklet. It's a little, little tiny book. 44 pages. Change your life. All he talks is about doing the math on your money and changing your mindset. Gotcha. He talks about three things. How to make money, how to keep money, how to make it multiply. The three things that nobody knows how to do. Mm. Everybody, everybody sort of, kind of knows how to make money. Yeah, most, people, most people don't have the discipline to keep it. Mm. And then almost nobody knows how to, to scale multiply. It. Ooh, that's tough. Crazy, That's bro. Tough. Yeah. Um, and he also talks about m- the millionaire math. 
So everybody has the iconic dream of being a millionaire. And if you don't know, if you're a millionaire, if you got one million dollars, you're freaking broke. <laughs> you're broke. <laughs> to them. No, no, no. no you're general? literally broke. Like Peter Thiel, mm. the the billionaire Peter Thiel, he um he had to help Hulk Hogan mm. with a lawsuit. Mm. When you get a law, when you get sued, bro, you have to pay like two hundred dollars a month for that lawyer or for just to fund the lawsuit. How much so, a month? Two hundred thousand, bro. So like, if if you let's say if you get sued, right, and mm. you want to win the case, you don't want to pay whoever's suing you, or you don't want to like, you want to get this case done, and you want to do it the right way. You need lots of lots of money, man. Mm. You need lots of reserves. So everybody has this iconic dream of being a millionaire. You gotta understand that the millionaire is the new middle class. Millionaire is like millionaires is the new middle class. Right here basically, first. <laughs> basically, bro. If you're a millionaire, you're a, you're a deadbeat, for real. <laughs> so I, I suggest to, to people that you. All have right, guys. So we're no longer going to be millionaires. We're not going for billionaires because millionaires <laughs> is the new middle class. We don't want to be that. <laughs> yeah, but I, su- I suggest to people that you have loftier goals. Mm. That you you aim a lot lot higher, man. Because I feel like people people have so much. So much potential, like it's all the way up here, and everybody's just living down here, bro. Got you, man. Yeah. That's so, also, um, what are your, when your it final comes, tips? Oh, yeah, the final tips. So, I come home. Oh, I wait, go, no, I forgot two more books. I'm crazy. Oh, yeah, two, yeah. More, books, two more books. So, I'm doing um, The Millionaire Booklet by Grant Cardone. Okay, millionaire Booklet. The, the 10X Rule. The 10X by Rule Grant by Grant Cardone. And, um, I gotta say, it's a great one. Crush it? Maybe? Nah, yeah. you know. <laughs> Let me see. Seller be sold by Grant Cardone. Damn, so this guy just all, loves Grant Cardone. So they're all, they're all um, he he changed my life, and and I understand that some people hate him, some people don't like him. You gotta read him between the lines. Of course, the guy is 61, 62 years old, and he's on Instagram every day. Mm. Why is he on Instagram every day? Search him up. He's worth three hundred million dollars. No, no, I watch Grant Cardone. He's no. worth three hundred million dollars. He's sixty-two years old. He has a wife and two baby girls. His life is set. Mm. He can literally go on vacation and just chill for the rest of his life. But why is he still working? I don't know maybe maybe he actually does want to help people. Gotcha. I have a friend that name, and he, me and him talk about Grant Cardone a, a lot, and, and he's like, "Oh, I don't like him. He just, he just." Nah, so he definitely hungry. has like that aura to him, kind of where people kind of get mad. Like, why is he acting like that? He's like so pompous or something. No, no, like no. That. He, he he thinks he thinks Grant Cardone has like an issue. Like, like he's just so greedy. Like he just wants to make more and more. He's never satisfied. I'm like, bro, you're talking about human nature, bro. I don't That's think true. none of us are ever satisfied. We no, always want to get to the next level. Come on, man. That's true. My, you're saying, what you're saying, that Michael Jordan had the same problem? Michael Jordan wasn't satisfied. Never he satisfied. He wanted 10 rings, not, not six. Of course. Kobe wasn't satisfied. Come Definitely on now. Definitely not. Yeah, R.I.P. Kobe. Yeah, R.I.P. Kobe. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, none of us are satisfied, man. So you, shouldn't, you shouldn't look at rich people and at wealthy people and think and, and, and be like, like disgusted by them. You should be... You should... Not admire them, but, not admire, but like a role model, them. though. Definitely, I feel like on that point, though, you should not look at somebody who has like a lot of money, and be like, oh my gosh, like what is wrong with them? But say like, how did they get that money? Like that's yeah. crazy. Like, I want to learn like how you did that. You should, that's always the mindset I go into something with. At least you should be inspired, bro. You should you should look at somebody that's wealthy, and you should think, oh my god, man, how did you do it? Why did you do it? And how can I do it? After a fact, yeah, because like don't don't look at at, at these billionaires and and, and hate them. Just because, just because you're insecure, or because or you don't believe is, yeah. that you can do it. Come on yeah, now. That's true. Don't don't put don't put down nobody else's game. Grant Cardone says, "Don't try to piss up 
Don't try to piss upwards. <laughs> it piss doesn't up. work. You try to nah, piss nah, upwards, yeah. it's going to fall right back down on you. For a fact. All that hate just makes you look stupid. Yeah, nah. We, yeah. Need, we definitely need more positivity in the world. That's definitely something I try to promote, especially like doing this. is like really just trying yeah. to be more positive and tell people, like, pursue your dreams. There's no reason to get <laughs> caught up in an idea. Because basically what people is an idea. Like a lot of things we get caught up into is an idea. But anyway, anything else you want to talk about? Or? Yeah, Um. The reason. the reason why I picked all three books as Grant Cardone is because I, I, I did this video uh, a few days ago. People make this mistake where they study too many people mm. and they become confused. I did this same mistake. I was, I was reading oh, Rich Dad. We're definitely going to have a conflict right here, but continue. I was, reading, <laughs> I was reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I was reading Grant Cardone. I was reading um, Dale Carnegie. I was reading um, Ryan Holiday. I'm reading all these authors and I'm getting all this information, but they're all, they all have different advice. That's true. If you listen to Dave Ramsey... And you listen to me about credit, you're gonna be confused. You're not gonna do anything. Mm. You 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 listen to me talk about credit. I'm like, oh, you should you know should leverage credit. Mm. You should use it wisely so you can get benefits and rewards, and so you can increase your credit score. But Dave Ramsey says, oh, debt is bad debt. Mm. You're not gonna do anything, man. You, people you. are studying too many people. You need to pick one mentor, one person, and you don't have to meet this person in person. You don't have to meet them face up. You could just study them from far away, and 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 go deep when you're studying. Mm. You don't have to just People are just like dapping their toes into the pool, if you know what I'm saying. If you really want to become a master at something, you got to, re the repetition has Go to be, deep. Yeah, I hear you. has to be massive, right? I think it was um, Jet Li that said, um, like in order to be, he, he's, he's not afraid of a man that knows a thousand kicks. He's afraid of a man that, knows that more. mastered one kick. Cause that, that's powerful. Yeah, man. That's so powerful. don't don't study don't study all these different topics and just dip your toe in, in, in different pools. Go deep and become a master. At one topic. I got you. I got you. I mean, I kind of have like a different philosophy in the fact that I already, I mean, I guess you kind of got to be secure in who yourself as a person. I'm already secure in like what I want and what my goals are. So I kind of read anything and everything because I already know what's going to help me do what I want to do and what's not so I can filter it out easy. But I definitely think that most people do get into that kind of mindset that you just spoke about where they read everything. They don't know what to do. Like, should I do this? He's saying this. Should I do this? Confused. You should really just delve deep into the one person that you feel like best exemplifies what you want to be. I feel like if you're not successful yet and you're young, Stick to one topic. Stick to one topic. Stick to one author, mm. and and read him from the beginning of his life to the end of his life, and just read read everything, and then read it again and become a master. So Bill Gates, he's a billionaire. He could read all the different types of, of books or whatever, mm. and he tells everybody, "You should read this. You should read that." But what was Bill Gates doing when he was nineteen? When he was twenty? I don't know. You about to he, tell me? He was he was sleeping in his office. Oh yeah, okay. He was sleeping in his office. He would literally write code, go to sleep. Eat, write code. That's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so maybe you shouldn't even be reading, like as Working, much, as much, as much. So I, I believe you should be reading, right? And you should be getting information, and you should use the information and actually apply it to your life. But most of your time should be working. Got you. That's it. It's tough, right, but um, wait for the final words. Um, man, you got you got thirty more words, bro. You got thirty more words. <laughs> your final words. Go after, go after your potential, man. Go after your go potential. Go after your potential. Don't and, and don't just skip by this point and think, oh, potential. No, like really, sit down with yourself and think, what are you capable of? How you. far can you get? Why are you here? Like, why did you wake up in the morning? There's so many people now during the coronavirus. They're just home all day doing nothing. Mm. They have right, no bro, purpose. You passed thirty words. You passed thirty words, bro. You got you got one final statement, bro. One final statement. <laughs> Reach your potential. Reach your potential. I got you. So today, 
Thank you for tuning in to Black Catalyst episode two. Go ahead and follow Watner Rosario at his Instagram. We're going to put it on the screen right now. Go ahead and follow me personally at it.kvle. We're going to put that on screen as well. And also follow the Black Catalyst official Instagram at official Black Catalyst. It's been great talking to you, bro. Uh, thank you, bro. Thank you so much. Appreciate you having me. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> that we talking forever. I was like, nah, this guy is going crazy. <laughs> That's tough, bro. Yo, bro. That was hard, bro. That's fine, bro.